Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of The Balance. I am super excited to be finally recording this for you guys. I thought I would jump straight into it. So something that I really want to introduce at the start of my podcast is a weekly high and low because there's nothing more that I hate than people just than people who just bang on about their personal lives on a podcast. This podcast is primarily going to be quite self-development, really targeting female business owners and people just trying in general, trying to balance their work-life balance. So what I wanted to introduce is just a little snippet of my personal life and we're going to start off every week with a weekly high and a weekly low. So this week we have had a really exciting high. Um, The renovation house that Connor and I are about to move into, the floors have started going down and this is the biggest relief for all of us. Um, We're super excited to get in there and it just feels like we've been in this constant battle of going two steps forward, three steps back. But yeah, it's getting super close and we are so, so, so excited to be getting into our house before our very first Christmas together. My weekly low this week has just been, I've been feeling this general sense of anxiety. I've been really, really anxious, I guess, and just a little worried and uptight. And I think that it's got to come down to being in lockdown for so long. And then I feel as though we've opened up so quickly and just everything's gone back to normal. And it's almost like I can't keep up. Sometimes it's like, it's not even anything in particular. I'm just feeling like super anxious in general and I really just can't seem to shake it. But today has felt a little bit better. Monday being my day off, I actually have had a facial and got my lashes done and all of a sudden I'm feeling 100% better anyway. So hopefully it's just a little bit of case of post-lockdown-itis. So I thought that there would be no better fitting subject than boundaries to start off our podcast. So something I feel like I'm really known and recognized for in my business is my boundaries and how I set them with my clients, how I set them with myself and how that has completely changed my business entirely. I started setting boundaries probably about this time last year when we came out of lockdown. And I think that I was feeling this really similar sense of anxiety and not being able to keep up and all of these things. And it really got me thinking, I started questioning why I worked the way that I did. So why did I overbook myself? Why didn't I take lunch breaks? You know, why was I saying yes to every single appointment that ever came my way? And I was speaking with my sister and I said to her, like, I work like someone who is on the verge of bankruptcy. Like I work so hard. You would think that I genuinely can't afford my life or something along those lines, because logically it just didn't make any sense for me to work the way that I did. And something that really just grinds my gears is how standardized this is in the beauty realms. You know, hairdressers, lash artists, facialists, all of those people, all beauty therapists are really expected to be working themselves to the bone for their business. Yeah, it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. And something that I always said when I was starting my own business is that I wanted to start my own business so that I could work when I want to work and I could have a crazy life and a chill life and a happy life. And it really just dawned on me that that is not what I had created for myself and I did not know how to get out of it. I feel like you've probably heard so many people talk about how you need to have boundaries, how boundaries are so good for you. And I'm sure you're very self-aware of how they can impact your life, but 
it's really tricky to recognize where you could be putting boundaries in or how to even do that in the first place or how to analyze your life in a way where you can redirect some of this energy, take a little bit of stress off your plate and just overall achieve a better work-life balance. And as we hear at The Balance, the podcast, that is entirely what this all simmers down to is the balance of life and work. So in a very brief way, there are five different types of boundaries. These are physical boundaries, so personal space, privacy, your body, how you like to be touched, hugged, if you don't like it, if you like public displays of affection, if you don't, that all falls under our physical boundaries. Then we have sexual, and this is obviously going to be reserved for ourselves and our intimate partners, but on a general scale, everyone is going to have really different upbringings, different sexual experiences in the past, and this is going to shape how they think it is appropriate to treat other people in the bedroom. And obviously, given that you are going to have a different set of experiences leading up to this, your boundaries are going to be different and it's not right or wrong. It's just going to be different and definitely a point of conversation. Number three is our intellectual boundaries. And these comes down to beliefs, religion, all of these things, intellectually, what we believe. For instance, if you're pro-vax, anti-vax, if you're pro-life or pro-choice or any of these things, they are your intellectual boundaries. There are some conversations where you just will not entertain the other person's point of view. You're not having a conversation to have your mind changed. You simply believe what you believe and there is nothing that someone can say that is going to change the way that you feel for that. The next one we have are emotional boundaries, and this refers to obviously how you are feeling. So it can be how you expect people to treat you, speak to you. You know, for instance, if my partner was to go out all night long and I didn't hear from him all night, that to me is an emotional boundary because he is putting me in emotional distress by not letting me know that he's okay or having fun or those things. That is a boundary for me. So how I allow people to talk to me. So if someone's being nasty to me, I simply will not entertain it. That is an emotional boundary. And the last one is a financial boundary. So financial boundaries and money mindset, these are all massive things to begin with anyway, but a financial boundary basically is how much you're willing to spend on certain things um, and what you deem worth it and not worth it. So for instance, if all of your friends want to go out to a five-star restaurant and they want to get a hotel and all of these things, but you're saving for a house, that is what that financial boundary is going to be. Your money you feel is better placed in your savings than it is on going out for dinner and things like that. So that's on a really broad spectrum, all of the different boundaries that we can categorize. But the main thing that I want you to take away from this is that boundaries are teaching people how you want to be treated on a broad scale. So of course, we can simmer them all down into those categories that I just outlined, physical, sexual, intellectual, emotional, and financial. But boundaries are going to set you up for the best relationships. Everyone's going to know how to treat you. You're going to know how to treat them. And just generally, it's going to work a lot smoother. So I was doing a quick little bit of research before I jumped on today. And these little paragraphs I'm reading directly from the Resilience Center. Um, and basically the first question here says, why are boundaries important? And they've answered healthy boundaries are necessary components for self-care. Without boundaries, we feel depleted, taken advantage of, taken for granted or intruded upon. Whether it's in work, our personal relationships, poor boundaries may lead to resentment, hurt, anger and burnout. And the biggest thing that I really resonated with that was burnout. And as I mentioned before, working in beauty, people expect so 
much of you. And then when I say that, I'm like, okay, but who is people? Who is expecting that of me? Because realistically, it's me that's expecting that of me. I have the control. I'm self-employed. I am my business. And even if you're not self-employed, you still hold the power and the control to those boundaries. Again, from the Resilience Center, they've said workplace boundaries are important because they create a safe, supportive and conductive working environment for everyone. They create the physical, emotional and mental limits you create to protect yourself from overcommitting, being used or behaving in unethical or inappropriate ways. And I couldn't agree more. These are the areas where boundaries are going to be the most important in our life. They're going to be personal boundaries and workplace boundaries. And Obviously, I'm going to speak on boundaries as a self-employed person, but don't get me wrong. I've worked for a company before um, for four years of my life when I was a little bit younger, but I definitely think that all of these are foundational aspects that you can apply to many different areas of a working life. So the reason that I set boundaries is primarily to manage the expectations of my clients and myself. Having boundaries is like having guidelines for how your relationship is going to go down. They know that they can ask me, you know, can you fit me in for this appointment and this, that or the other? And they know that I respect myself and I have this boundary that I will say no if it puts me out or I can't handle it. And that's going to stop them from saying, you know, I'm sorry for asking. I just wanted to see because they know that if it puts me out, I will say no. And we are both not intruding each other's boundaries. At the end of the day, our clients aren't expecting us to be the be all and end all. But having a boundary is going to give them that sense of trust and reliability. For instance, one of my boundaries is I'm not going to reply to business related DMs and texts on a weekend. I simply never will do it. Um, But they know that if they text me on a weekend, they will get a response from me on Monday. So as although they're going, you know, all weekend without hearing back from me, having that boundary where I very clearly defined I'm not replying on weekends, they know when Monday comes around and the weekend's over, they will hear back from me. That specific boundary has actually helped me increase the amount of life that I feel like I've been able to live so much because when something pops up on my phone and I'm sure that you can all relate to this, you sort of just want to open it straight away and see what it's, you know, what it's about or, you know, oh, I've got 10 minutes, I'll quickly reply. But before you know it, you are never having any downtime from work. You know, you're sitting on the couch trying to watch Netflix and then you look up and realize you haven't actually watched any of the show and you've been on your phone the whole time rescheduling appointments and posting cancellations and all of these things. And it really just takes away from your general experience of life. I know the reason that so many of us work really, really hard is to have a freeing and purposeful life and not having boundaries means that we cannot do that for ourselves. So what else does a boundary look like in my business? So something that I only got maybe, I'm going to say like six to eight months ago was a work phone. And it makes me laugh to think of old Kaylee because I have a very vivid memory. I'd gone away for the weekend um, to go to a music festival with my friends. I am at the music festival. I'm in the crowd listening to God knows who artist and I get a, a message on my phone and I picked it up and it was someone needing to reschedule or cancel. And straight away, I started replying to them and being like, okay, like we'll do this, that and whatever, because I believe it was for one of my Monday appointments. And obviously I was going to be away until Sunday. Um, and I just have this thought, like, what are you doing? Like, get off your phone. You are at a music festival. Enjoy yourself. Be with your friends. Don't worry about work right now. 
And something that I always like to simmer down to and question myself is that if I was an employee of someone else's business, would I ask them to do what I was doing? For instance, would I ask an employee to keep their phone on them at all times, just in case someone needed them? Would I expect them to reply while at a music festival? Absolutely freaking not. So why am I expecting that of myself? Why do I not give myself and hold myself the space to enjoy my personal life? So because of this, this really brought into fruition two of my really big boundaries. So one of them being having a work phone. So that is my work phone. Everyone has that number now. If someone texts my personal phone, I simply won't reply or I will forward them through my work number and say, hey girl, just send this message over to my work phone. This is my personal number. Something like that is so physically important because I have a really, really clear cut um, work and personal me. As an entrepreneur, a business owner, you'll find that often you and your business merges one and it makes it really, really hard for you to carve out the space for you to exist as an individual. So having that work phone means that I can put it down, I can turn it off, I can come home from work, make sure that I'm up to date on my responses and then turn it off for the day and then start living my life as Kaylee, the human being, not Kaylee, the business owner. And the second boundary that came to fruition from that, as I mentioned earlier, was not replying on weekends. And this to me is really clear cut. Everyone has weekends off. And this is when you want to go out for dinner with your friends and family. And when, you know, you want to go and have a couple of drinks, when you want to go for a big walk and a coffee and all these things, you do not want to be worrying about work on your weekends off, especially if it's a day off when you don't have any clients booked That is not an admin day. That is a day off. That is a day where you, the individual, gets to exist personally and do what you personally want to do, not what you need to be doing. Another really clear boundary that I've set for myself um, that sort of has come with having a work phone, but it's not checking anything business related when I first get up. So my mantra in the morning is to take care of yourself first. So do me first and then do work later. If I was an employee, would I expect them to wake up out of bed and immediately check the emails for the day when they're going to do that when they get to the office anyway? No. So why am I waking up, picking up my phone and opening my DMs straight away and saying, oh shit, this person had to cancel for today or this person's rescheduling or this one, this person needs a recommendation or a little bit of help. It is not what you want to wake up to first thing in the morning and you'll find that you typically wake up with the greatest sense of anxiety when this is what you're subjecting yourself to before you've even really come back to life. Obviously, you're laying down for so long, you're out like a light, that is not what you want to wake up to. You want to wake up to calmness, you want to ground yourself, fuel yourself and really wake yourself up before you start tackling the problems of today. Again, hand in hand with that boundary, I've actually turned off all of my notifications for my business Instagram and emails on my personal phone. That way, even if I wake up in the morning and I want to have a little bit of guilt-free time scrolling on social media or doing something for me personally, Kaylee, I get to do that because I am not bombarded with all of these messages and things that I will deal with once I get to work but I just get to wake up as many other people get to wake up and just exist for a little while before I snap right into work mode. I actually remember a lash tech telling me to turn my DMs off and you know how much it improved her life. And I genuinely like laughed about it. I was like, no way could I do that. I would miss so much. You know, I would get behind on my DMs. People would be trying to contact me, blah, blah, blah. 
But as soon as I instigated the fact that I have a work phone and you can text me if you need me and I will reply to you within my working hours, it's changed my life because now every day I make sure that I'm up to date on my um, texts and my DMs before I turn my phone off. And then the next day I wake up and typically there's nothing really there. So having those DMs off has made almost no difference to how my business runs, but it has made a drastic difference to how I feel and that general level of anxiety that I feel across the day. So this next boundary really had to come to life for me. And I think from a basis of where you begin your business, you are constantly saying yes to everything that comes your way, whether that's you know, appointments or opportunities or working for free exposure and all of these things, you're constantly saying yes, because you're trying to get your business off the ground. And before you know it, whether that be in a year's time or 18 months or two years, whatever it might be, you realize that you start, you start being really consistently booked. Um, and you're saying yes to everything that comes your way, but then you're starting to realize, Oh, maybe I'm doing too much. I'm not leaving any time for me outside of work. And it's finally starting to sink in that, okay, your business is off the ground. It is okay to take a step away. So because of that, having really clear set hours and saying no to requests outside of that is a massive boundary for me. So I will set my hours and my appointments. And then if someone else asks me for an appointment, I have to say no, that is a boundary for myself. And that's not because I don't want to do that appointment. You'll find that sometimes, you know, it's your regular clients and you want to bend over backwards for them. And every now and again, I will when I feel like I can handle it. But having that boundary and saying no is actually going to allow you to show up better for all of your appointments. When you are overworking yourself, you are not showing up as the best version of yourself in your appointments. You're going to be sloppy and tired and overworked and drained and grumpy and you're not going to want to hold a conversation with your client and you're not going to appreciate the time that you have together. Having boundaries and not overworking yourself is going to completely change how you feel showing up for work. You're not going to come in lethargic and, you know, having that dreaded, oh, I've got to go to work today or I don't have enough time. When you're working in alignment, when you have those appropriate boundaries with work, this does not have happen. So having those set hours. And I know that obviously this applies mostly to someone that has their own business, but Say you work for a corporation and they expect you to get there 30 minutes early or stay 30 minutes late or they have all of this extra paperwork that they need you to get done. What a boundary would look like in that instance would say, okay, well, no, I'll do that in the working hours. And if I can't get it done, it either means that it's too much or you haven't given me enough time to do it. And I know that will be really uncomfortable conversation, especially to have with some bosses. But when you start thinking of the broader picture, do you want to live your whole life like this? The to-do list never ends. You are going to keep working through all of these tasks. And if you feel like you are, you know, the little hamster on a rat, what do they call it? A rat wheel? The, like the hamster, like the treadmill, that's a circle, you know where I'm going with that. If you feel like that, what makes you think it's ever going to stop? What makes you think it's going to slow down? Because you're not advocating for yourself and you're not indicating a boundary and it's uncomfortable to do because you don't want to seem like you don't know what you're doing and you're not worth it and you don't want to get in trouble but sometimes it's as simple as saying it's too much for right now I cannot complete it in the time frame that you've given to me you just can't live your whole life working like that because who are you when you get home is home the most important thing for you? Because when you get home, are you exhausted? Are you snappy with your kids? Are you cooking yourself good meals? Or are you eating freezer food? Uh, you know, are you getting to make that quality time? Do you get to go away on weekends? 
What is the purpose of your life? Is the purpose of your life to work for someone else and bust your ass to get through each week, every single week? Or is the purpose of your life to work so that you get to have this personal life, this amazing personal life where you eat well and you feel good and you get to make amazing memories. And one of my last really tangible boundaries is having a lunch break every day. And I know that I mentioned this at the start of the podcast that people in beauty industries are often expected to not have breaks. And I don't get it. Like I literally cannot fathom why, why are we not supposed to eat? Like, what does that do for us? Are we really supposed to be working that hard that we don't even have time to feed ourselves? Do you know how crap my services are going to be if I do not eat? If I'm working, you know, a 10 hour day and I don't have time to eat lunch and all I'm drinking is water. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. So something that I really began to prioritize was not only having something to eat, but having lunch every day. And this is something that I would explain to, you know, my clients or people that ask, I would eat every day, but it would be like a muesli bar and a piece of fruit at random disjointed times throughout the day. It might be two bites of a muesli bar here and three bites there, but something that I've become to love and to really admire and hold space for is actually having a meal at work. I can eat that meal in 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. That's all I need in a day. When you think about it, leaving 10 to 15 minutes is nothing out of your day. If I pre prepare my food. Well, obviously I could just say prepare. It means the same thing. Um, but if I prepare my food and take it to work with me, as soon as I see that I've got 10 to 15 minutes, I will eat that food and I will eat my lunch and I will enjoy it. And I'll put my work phone down and I will just eat my food and relax. I do not care if that makes me run five minutes late because you are more worth it than money because realistically that's what it's about. Yes. It's annoying to be late constantly all the time, But if you are constantly running late and do not have time to eat, that's a scheduling problem. That is not anything else but a scheduling problem and maybe a bit of a people-pleasing problem. Like it's okay to say, hey, love, running five minutes late, I'm just eating my lunch. Because realistically, it does not take you that much time to eat, but you deserve to hold the space for yourself to do that. So now that I know that you know what a boundary is, I think it's really important for you to start setting them and implementing them into your own life. Because as I was saying, you can't live your whole life running on the spinny thing. It's, it's not worth it. You know, life is so short and forget about what happens if you die tomorrow. What happens if you died yesterday? If you died yesterday, would you be happy with how you lived your life? And it sounds, you know, cliche and dramatic and all those things, but we never get to the end goal. You know, there's always more onto the the to-do list and life is about the mundane. It's about the day-to-day. It's about all of these things in between. So is it worth stressing yourself out? Is it worth, you know, letting people walk all over you and treat you in ways that you don't appreciate? Is it worth burning yourself into the ground? And the answer simply is no. So when you figure out where the important areas are in your life, you need to set up boundaries. You need to set up a fence to protect that. And that's simply what a boundary is. I am protecting what is important to me. And that is me being a human being and the relationships around me and the life that I get to live as a human being outside of my work. And that does not mean that I can't excel. And it doesn't mean that you can't be this amazing business owner and achieve all of these crazy successes. But when you have a boundary in place, you know what to expect from yourself and others know what to expect from you as well. 
So the first thing that I'd be doing and a little exercise that I would definitely recommend for you guys is to start with a piece of paper and right in the middle, start writing the things that are important to you. And once you feel like you've really thought them through and you're like, this is the purpose of my life and this is what I want to prioritize, draw the fence around it, draw a nice big circle around it. And now you know everything inside that is what your boundaries are trying to protect. So once you've got all of them on the inside there, start branching out. So these are our our little chickens that we're trying to keep away from the foxes. So all of our little chickens are what we're trying to protect. And on the outside, we're going to start listing our foxes. So for instance, what is attacking our chickens? So replying to clients on a weekend, that impacts me being able to enjoy time with my friends. So the fox being replying on weekends. Start going through and listing all of these things that are impacting what is the most valuable and important to you in your life. And once you've got this really clear vision of what you want and what's impacting that, setting a boundary becomes so crystal clear and so easy to do, you wouldn't even believe it. So once you finish this, you're going to have a really great idea of your boundaries, but then it comes to implementing them. And so one of my favorite quotes are people that get mad about you changing your boundaries are those who benefit from you not having any. And that just blows me away every single time. So people that aren't respecting your boundaries are the ones that are benefiting from you not having any. So if they're not okay with you saying, oh, okay, I'm not going to extend my hours, they're going to be upset because, you know, they've missed out on appointments now because they didn't book early enough. You are teaching your clients how to treat you. You are teaching them the processes and what to expect when trying to book with you. And if you make the exception for someone once, they're going to expect that you keep doing it because that's the boundary that you've set. You've set that boundary that you can message me last minute and I will fit you in. I will skip my lunch break. I will miss out on time with my family just to set you in. So changing these boundaries becomes really challenging both for you emotionally and sort of physically to implement as well. There's some really hard conversations that you would have um, about these boundaries. And for me personally, this is something that I really wanted to face head on. So when I decided really clearly and calmly to change my boundaries, I actually just posted it on my Instagram story. I did a little bit of a chatty story with my clients and my followers. And I just said, these are my boundaries now. This is why I'm doing it. And this, these are my boundaries, dot point, dot point, dot point. The response that I actually got from that was so overwhelming because I don't think so many people had seen it being addressed so specifically. And it wasn't like I was out here coming from my client's throat saying, you message me on weekends and this is all your fault. But it was more like, okay, I've realized that this is an issue for me and I'm not treating myself with enough respect and allowing myself to have a personal life and it's crumbling and I'm not doing so well over here. So when I put it up and I was really honest, it was taken down like a treat. Like everyone was so fine with it. And I doubted myself for so long about enforcing these boundaries for what? Because the people that are supposed to be my clients and the people that are supposed to be in my life will respect those boundaries 10 out of 10 every time, hands down. And so that brings us to the end of our first episode of The Balance. It was amazing talking about this with you guys again. It's something that I really pride myself on and it 
was honestly pivotal in my work-life balance. So I really would love to see so many more people setting really healthy and appropriate boundaries in their life so that they get to enjoy their life a little bit more. So if you enjoyed today's podcast, you can find me at Kaylee Haddo Beauty or at thebalance.podcast on Instagram. They are my main platforms. You can shoot me a message. I will try my best to get back to you as always. I love having that feedback and seeing how this has really sat with you guys and how it's made you feel. If you can leave a review or just give us a rating or anything like that, it really helps us out on our platforms here and helps us grow. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you again so soon.